This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ah, there you are, traveler. Come inside, hang up your coat, put your feet by the fire, and I shall bring you what you so desperately seek. Rude tales of magic. Welcome back to Rude Tales of Magic. Hey, sorry about two weeks ago. I actually do care how you're doing. Psych! You rube! That's two in a row! Our heroes find themselves in Bellow's suburban hometown of Brian Doyle Falls, now transformed into a gruesome, subtropical, surrealist beach town. Their guide, Nicotine Tones, has just gotten a few stray grains of sand on his foot and transformed right before their very eyes into a twisted beach bum version of himself, complete with blonde curls, a puka shell necklace, a flowered shirt, and most intriguingly of all, no undershirt whatsoever. He reintroduces himself. The name's Naughty Nico sleezed to meet you. <laughs> I cough, because I. it turns out I'm a smoker now, so narratively I'm allowed to cough. <laughs> we, we, know, we already met. What do you mean? Well, you did and you didn't. I used to be Nicotine Tones, and now I'm Naughty Nico. Oh. And just a few grains of the sand did that to you? little bit of sand never hurt nobody. A lot of it did, but a little bit. It's actually not so bad. Hey, I actually, I got an idea. What? Why don't you five prove that you can hang? Why don't you each take one grain of sand and hold it in your hands and see what happens? Okay, so I think we've lost our tour guide. Wait, we have to do what he says. Well, but that was when he was nicotine. But it's he's still our guide, aren't we supposed to do what we're supposed to do what he says? Cordelia, all the rules have changed. He's naughty now. Yeah, but it's I don't wanna get stuck. I don't wanna get fucked up. I think we gotta do it. Nicotine is dead. We were told to follow specific instructions in this case. That's right! Oh my goodness, that's right! And uh Albie looks at her hand where she had written down the rules. And she, she reads, okay, so it says in the event that he dies, which is unlikely, uh, to stay off the sand and don't drink the water. And I, I, I don't think we should grab a piece of sand. Yeah, but uh, that's in the event that I die. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't checked my pulse lately, but I feel very much alive. <laughs> and he puts two fingers like erotically and just like vulgarly up to his neck. He goes, oh, oh. yeah, that heart's thumping. Oh. <laughs> oh, I want to be clear. I am not calling dibs, but I still think this is our guide and he's alive and we gotta... We have to follow these instructions. Cordelia, think about what you're asking me. 
Uh, how could I become beachier? I, I don't know. Maybe it'll cancel out. Maybe it'll be like a Poindexter. But I really... If we're doing this, we're doing this, right? I've already suffered enough ego death lately. Out of our way, foul temptation! And uh, De Bonesby tries to shove Naughty Nico further into the sand. Sure thing. Go for it. Um, you, uh, I'm going to need you to make a grapple roll. Ooh, a grapple roll. I'm a weak man, and I rolled a natural one. <laughs> okay, so. Oh, shit. Badass. So you go to push Naughty Nico, and you because you get a nat one on that, you push him so poorly that he makes it look like you were going for a handshake, and he pulls his hand back at the last second, humiliating you. He goes, I don't think so, virgin. <laughs> I'm still your guide. So what's it going to be? Are you going to stay in those hot witch hunter uniforms that are going to boil you alive? Or are you going to listen to your guide and touch one single grain of sand? Someone stronger than me, push him! Uh, uh, Cordelia? Cordelia, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah, yeah, of course. What's going on? Cordelia sort of, I'm, like, bends over and, and pulls him aside. I need you to stop me. I'm sorry? I'm, I'm, I've not met someone like this in my life. I am completely transfixed by him. I, I'm, I barely, I can't think straight. I, 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 this oh. guy is like the shit. This is it. This is it. For do you, me. Wait, you um, want me to stop you though? I, yeah, yeah, this doesn't seem like right. I will do anything he says. Uh, okay. I, I want, <laughs> I okay. want to take that sand. It just seems like the group doesn't want to. And I always stick with the group. The group is what I want. I've laid down my ego for the group. I've laid down my desire for the group. But this guy, if he asks me to do things too much and he does this little, that little face he makes, I, I, I just, I, I need you to sort of wow. make sure I do. Okay, then uh, stir fry. Uh, yeah, I'm calling yeah. dibs on this guy. Oh, fuck! Oh, oh, okay. uh, right. Oh, complex feelings, complex feelings. But okay. I'm. I think I'm doing what you asked. Okay. Y yeah, yeah. But yeah, also, yeah. I think we should do what he says. I think, Bello. I think this is how we have to do it. And I'm. I'm here to. I'm not trying to fight you, and I want to take your. I want to take your lead, so I won't do it unless you do. But I do think that this is our guide. Albie, what do you think? Okay, I mean, okay. So uh, the little bit of sand that touched his foot didn't kill him. We did see wet Wendy turn into a sand sculpture by charging into the sand. So maybe just a grain of sand will give us like sunglasses or something. I don't know, I, I wanna keep moving. Let's try it. Oh, I didn't realize that sunglasses were on the table. <laughs> My apologies. So Naughty Nico stands with a, still a little bit of sand collected on uh, his foot. Remember, he has socks with sandals. And uh, the sock has just a little bit. It's almost exactly five grains of sand sit gently on top of his foot. He stands uh, like a weird store. He goes into like a stork position. And uh, <laughs> he extends that foot closer and closer to you guys. His legs are pretty long. It actually rocks for a man to have long, graceful legs. <laughs> and he uh, he sticks them, he sticks his foot closer to you guys. He says, what's it gonna be? Are you gonna be cool or are you gonna get killed? <laughs> Bello's gonna put an arm in front of Albie and he's going to say, listen, I got us all into this mess, so if anyone's gonna be the guinea pig, it might as well be me. And Bello's going to reach out and 
he's going to touch with his own big toe one of those grains of sand. Great, yeah, it's uh, it's the fucking it's the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel as uh, <laughs> your toes touch, and one grain of sand just like whoop, it slides off of his toe and it hits your foot, and it, as it hits your foot, a wave of energy just knocks all of your witch hunter clothes off of you, and you are retrans you are transformed. You are in a, uh, a, a tight little uh, uh, oh. uh, swim trunks. Ooh. You're completely shirtless, but you've been oiled. You've been like oiled down, <laughs> uh, and you really you've got like the, you've got like beachy waves. Like your hair usually yeah. just falls like totally clean, but now it's got that like sort of sea spray waviness to it. Your puka shell necklace has been transformed into a lei, and uh, you can feel like sunscreen on your body. And Brenton, I just want to clarify: is yeah. that a long bathing suit? <laughs> no, it's a short, short trunks. Oh. Albie gets a nosebleed. And I will say, Joe, if you don't like that, that is up for debate. No, that's, that's, okay, no, yeah. that's what I I just realized, I was like, no, you're dressed provocatively. <laughs> <laughs> I want an 11-inch hem. <laughs> you got Jinko swim trunks on. <laughs> Whoa, this actually feels kind of good. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> LB uh, is going to reach out and pluck a grain of sand from Nico's extended foot. Yeah, you hear Nico go, ah, touch my foot. And the same wave hits you, Albie, and it knocks the uh, the witch hunter garb off of you. And you are, you're dressed for the beach. You've got, uh, you've got huge, like, Jackie O sunglasses. Aww. And you've got, uh, you've got, like, a red and white swim trunks situation on. And you have uh, floaties around your arms. Amazing. Where your armbands were. That is exactly what I wanted. Thank you so much. Of course. And instead of a, a, the bow staff that you have, it's like a long pool noodle. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Come on, puff, puff, pass. Guys, it's okay. It's okay. Do it. It actually makes you cool. Uh, um, hey, I, uh, hey, I'm Stairfry, um, and I, you're giving out uh, sand, it seems, and that's cool. So I was wondering if maybe... Yo, I love these vibes, bird. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Sorry. I mean, yeah, I love your vibes, too. Um, Want to get biblical? (laughs) uh, uh, Yeah, uh, yeah. Cordelia looks at Stir Fry, and she's mouthing dibs. Um, I'll take, yeah, if by biblical you mean a little bit of... A little bit of that sand upon which Christ himself spent so many nights, 40, in fact. Oh, yeah, when there was one set of footprints. (laughs) That's a shame, though. I was looking forward to try mouth stuff with the guy with the beak. All right. And he uh, he kicks a single grain of sand towards you. It hits you. Your witch hunter robes are, uh, they're blown off. And you have an enormous inflatable inner tube. And there's like a little head sticking off of the inner tube, uh, like a little, like, giraffe head or something uh but it's a little it's a little uh, crow head and you transform you are shaped exactly the same but instead of crow coloring you have uh blue macaw coloring whoa wow hey something's different about me i'm a kind of a cool guy now hey yeah awesome uh cordelia steps up <laughs> cordelia steps up and she uh, reaches down with her pointer finger and touches the fourth grain of sand. 
great. He makes a gesture with his foot that no person anywhere in history has ever made, but you can tell it's lewd. You yeah. just can tell <laughs> it's like a lewd. Anyway, but you touch the sand, and as it does, you are hit with another wave of this. All of your witch hunter robes are knocked off, and you are dressed like a, a sort of like a turn of the century strongman at the beach who does like feats of strength. Uh, so you have that big onesie. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, she starts uh, showing off her. Yeah, you have like an, there is like a shaved area on your arm. You still are like the Cordelia proportions. There's like a shaved area on your arm though. And there's a tattoo of an anchor on it. Awesome. Sorry, Allie, did you mean biceps? (laughs) Biceps, thank you. Uh, Yeah, when she exposes her biceps, there's a big, there's a big tattoo of an anchor and she's going to sort of flex and jiggle it and it like dances. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and it, and it, like, dances, too. It's like a rubber hose cartoon going, like, up and down. Yeah. <laughs> and DeBonesby puts his foot in his mouth. Nice! And he just kicks the grain of sand at you, and it hits you in the forehead. Same thing, you get a wave of this energy. The witch hunter robes are removed, but your hat, you're the only one the hat stays, and it just transforms into an umbrella hat. And you also have little swim trunks on that keep, because you have truly no waist, they just, like, keep falling down to your ankles. And you have big sunglasses. Nobody else got them. Oh, no, wait, I got Jackie O sunglasses. Whoops! (laughs) (laughs) Hey, all right! Hey, look at us. Okay, see, this wasn't this isn't so bad, right? Very well, Naughty Nico. You're less than completely untrustworthy. Remember, it's what I say in the moment, not what I said, not what I used to be like. It's what I'm like now. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Naughty Nico, we can totally hang. Lead on. Well, that's the thing. I can tell you where to go and how to get there, but I don't know what you're looking for in here. You gotta tell me what you want. Oh, oh, this is gonna sound crazy, but we're actually looking for my family. Not crazy at all. One of the most common things people come in here looking for. Sick. Nothing weird about it, in fact. Only weird thing is that you said that was weird. You're a fucking freak, I can tell. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty wild. Oh, right on. But you gotta listen to me. Now you tell me, you wanna find your family? You must know where they are. What are they doing in here? Uh, I don't know. They, like, they just, like... You know, before the town got cubed, they just, like, had jobs and stuff and, like, lived in the town. So, uh, in this in this kind of town, I don't know. I mean, you know, my dad used to be a coach. So, like, is there somewhere where, like, people do, like, sports here? Oh, sure. There's all sorts of parks and arenas. We've even got a marina, which is a similar type of word. <laughs> yeah. It almost rhymes. Yeah, we can go to the park. Absolutely. I mean, Bello, look around. You said you're from here, right? Yeah. I mean, it's different, but isn't it exactly the same? Yeah, Bello, is there like a specific school or something that your dad coached at? Maybe we could start there. Well, yeah. Uh, well, he used to always run practices down at Demon Hollow Park. Nani Nico, is that still around? 
<laughs> Absolutely not, but its equivalent is. And in a manner of speaking, it's still very much here. This is a topsy-turvy world. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to all be familiar, but it's a little disorienting. Like, over there, where Vachi's Pizza used to be? Yeah. Well, now it's Vachi's Beach Pizza. <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't know which way is top and which way is bottom. <laughs> All right, but yeah, I can take you to Demon Hollow Park. Just follow me. And uh, as he, he's going to, he points forward and there's more of this these wooden steps. But remember to step careful. Mr. Fry, are you okay? Yeah, no, he's like... Yeah, no, he's like not, he wouldn't even, he doesn't even, yeah, he was like, he didn't even care. Yeah, I mean, he like, yeah, he's yours too, so it's like, whatever, and it's like, he doesn't even, he's fucking with me. I know when someone's fucking with me, you know, he's like, he's like playing me, you know, he's playing me, he's a player. He's a to be honest, he seemed like he was genuinely flirting with you. I will rescind my dibs if you want, but I, you said that you wanted to be held back, so just let me know, okay? Yeah, I mean, how about you just, like, withhold the dibs and, like, yeah, how, yeah, how about we just do that, just for a second, because, like, he probably doesn't even like, he probably doesn't even, probably doesn't even like, he probably doesn't even like, he probably doesn't even like me, he probably just says it to everyone, and he's just trying to, like, you know, he's having fun, which I've done, I get it, <laughs> but, like, how about yeah. you, yeah, with, like, rescind the dibs for a second, you know, just to see what, you know. Or don't, if, unless you like him, too, I don't want to get in your way, I'm here <laughs> for Bello, I'm here for Bello, I'm here for Bello, yeah. I don't, yeah, I'm, Stripper, I don't, I think. Actually, uh, yeah, do whatever you want, like, because either way, I'm here for Bello, so I'm not even here for, like. For, for dating or for me or anything like that. So you made it yeah. well off of the steps at this point, and uh, you're onto the uh, you're onto the street, and uh, it's a little bit wider. You're a little bit safer here. You're, there's not any sand to worry about on the street. And this is remember, this is a street of sunburnt uh, human skin, and they're out of cracks in the skin. It's horrible. Like pimply, pale green palm trees have grown up out of the skin. And uh, Naughty Nico is going to walk you. He's walking in a strange zigzag pattern. Walk this way. <laughs> I gotta say, like, it's weird, and there are things that are feel, like, wrong and strange, but also, ever since I touched that grain of sand, like, I felt amazing. Yeah. No, things feel, things do feel cool. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm in my element, you know? Does it mm-hmm. feel like home, Bello? Um, kind of, but if my home was cooler. Okay. You know? <laughs> well, I think... We're about like to there see. was very little mini golf in my town, and now there seems to be a lot. Ah, uh, Bello, do you think that uh, now I don't know that much about Danny Timeshare, but when you signed on with him, mm-hmm. I guess I don't maybe understand how gods and time work either. But is it like he gave you like a, di- a t- Danny Timeshare town because? you signed up or something is this like a hometown perk for somebody who you know what i mean like um for you you know we haven't really we haven't it hasn't really come up cordelia but like like the the gelatinous cube attacked like way before i ever met danny oh yeah yeah perhaps once we've confirmed the status of your parents we can find out um, maybe there was an old church that has become a perverted beach monstrosity with answers, if it's tied to your religion. Hmm. Yeah, maybe it's like the church of a beach, a bar. 
Yeah. I hope I get to keep these sunglasses when we get out. They look great on you. Thank you. I am keeping them. <laughs> Albie, while everyone is talking, Albie is on the lookout for a park. Yeah, so what you see, you guys are on a road, and uh, to the left of you is a bunch of buildings. This is like a, a beach, almost like a boardwalk, to, and they're, they're all strange establishments. The doors open in sort of these impossible M.C. Escher directions. Uh, some of them seem to uh, just be completely inside-out buildings. One of the buildings, it's, it's as if they were just built facing inwards. Mm. One of the buildings has no walls, and everything just floats in place. Uh, some of them are like carnival attractions actions of like uh, the, you know the little squirt guns for the clown mouths that you shoot it into and then on the right of you is a short beach and uh, a long expanse of water which curls up into the horizon in a, a bizarre way that if you you wouldn't be able to draw this but it seems to defy physics but it just the beach just curls up into the sky and then as it curls up, it's almost like a DNA helix. The, uh, the the sky goes under the sea, and then the sky goes over the sea, and then under and over, and that moves up towards infinity. And at the very end of that, you can see this flamingo head that's like a, a drawing of a dragon. Can I ask your question? Yeah. <laughs> Alvy's going to point to that beachfront and ask Naughty Nico, what's that? <laughs> you can look, but I wouldn't touch if I were you. Oh, okay. Is, but is that a park or is that? No, that's not a park. That used to be some establishments. And now it still is. I think if we just right about and he starts looking around and he's standing directly in between two equally sized pale green palm trees that have grown up out of a human skin street he goes which was it left or right damn <laughs> i think it's left you think it's left yeah huh, i mean I, like from what i remember of the town i was about to say right fuck we can which try right. Which try palm right. tree am I going to touch? Because I know one of them helps, and one of them does quite the opposite. Maybe we could play a little while you think about it? Sure, yeah, I can make that decision independently on my own. You guys go play a little skee-ball. <laughs> Bello walks up to a machine. Okay, great. You see that there is a skee-ball machine directly in front of you. You walk up to it. It seems to be just a normal skee-ball machine. The only thing is it's coconuts instead of the little balls <laughs> that are coming out. But otherwise, it seems to be a pretty standard machine, although you don't recognize anything like this from your town. You were not like a beach town. Bello's going to crack his knuckles, and uh, he's going to pick up a coconut. Okay, great. You pick up a coconut. It's very dense, very heavy. Roll that. He's going to roll that shit. Okay, great. Make a... It's a sport. Make an athletics check. <laughs> I got a critical fail. Okay. <laughs> Bello, you got a critical fail. So you go to uh, throw it through this uh, into this skee-ball machine, which, you know, there's a little ramp, and then there's different size circles. And if you get into the smaller circle, it's more points. Somehow, Bello, you get a gutter ball. This thing doesn't even have gutters. And you still just get a bowling uh, gutter ball, and the machine begins to flash uh, zero, 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 zero. And all of you, all you can see is a flashing zero, 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 and then it stops. And then all six of you, including Naughty Nico, you find.
find yourselves far out to sea. You are in the ocean right now. You come to, and you are just surrounded by water. And you go, whoa, what the hell? Whoa! <laughs> what happened? I don't know. It don't was... let it in your mouth. Don't let it in your mouth. Uh, <laughs> I'll be like thrusts her chin up in the air so that her mouth isn't underwater. And she starts treading. Sturfy pushes his beak to the very top of his head, almost like a shark's fin, uh, to keep it as far away from water as possible. How do we get back? Can we see land? You are ju- you are in this like double helix of sea and sky. So all you can see is what seems like an optical illusion of just the sky and then the sea and then the sky and then the sea. And every time you see the sea up there, uh, you can see yourselves struggling in there. I yeah, I like it. I think this is entertaining. Personally. No, we're here to we're here to save Bello's family. We can't do this. We can't be stuck playing games. How do we get out of this, Naughty Nico? Hey, you're the guys who wanted to play the games. I was trying to pick a palm tree. I was pretty set on right, but I don't know. Albie's gonna pinch her nose closed, take a deep breath in through her mouth, and then try to dive under. Yeah, you do, and uh, as soon as you change directions and dive under, you find yourself jumping back out of the water like Flipper, uh, and you are just... Uh, you fly up directly, and you and the other Albi that was above you in this sort of like optical illusion helix, you trade places, and there is a, a moment where you make eye contact with yourself. And what do you say? Ah, ah. You hear that too uh, from the same the other Albi, and you just trade places, and you land, and you are with the same group, and it's everyone that you recognize. Ah, I don't know how to get out of this. Yeah, I've actually never been stuck at sea before. This is wild. Mr. DeBonesby, do you know any spells or anything? Um, I could cast, uh, uh, I could do a simple teleport, um, to, but, you know, but why not? Let's try it. And, uh, DeBonesby thrusts his bony hands above the water and, and flings around and performs a misty step, uh, which turns him into a cloud of fart. Oh, yeah, great. It smells awful. Oh, it's like one of those, a fart has to be so bad outside. You can smell it and it's like that bad. Uh, horrible, like, methane smell uh, <laughs> as you misty step away to... Where were you aiming? Towards the uh, the sidewalk where they originally were. Great. You misty step. Um, you find yourself on that sidewalk. <laughs> and as soon as you do that, 16 other bees all misty stepped to that sidewalk together. You all make eye contact before you are pulled together like uh, magnets and you just sort of... Like the jello, you just congeal back into one. So I made it? You did. <laughs> but it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. Just do that. Uh, you can't. You are so far away from them. They are way out to sea. They can't see you. Uh, they can't hear you. You can just make them out as little dot, little repeating dots on the horizon. Very win. Time to win at Skee-Ball. And DeBonesby marches up to the Skee-Ball. Uh, is there anybody there? No, there is nobody manning it. The ski ball, it just dispenses these coconuts as soon as you walk up. All right. So DeBonesby has no magic that'll help his aim or anything. He has no way of tricking the machine that he can give at the moment. So he just, he grabs a coconut, he aims for the the hundred point circle, and he flings it down the runway. You got it. Uh, Make an athletics roll. I got a 15. (gasps) <gasps> nice! So, this is the story of, of Brains Over Brawn. 
15 is pretty good. You are able to angle it correctly. You can just tell from the weight and your knowledge, your the Bonesby knowledge of, of physics and how they work. You are able to spin it in uh, in the space, and it moves up the ramp. And it hits an edge, hits an edge, and it lands in the 70 circle. It's a pretty tough circle to get. It spirals around, and it lands in the circle. And as it does that, everybody but Cordelia appears next to you, soaking wet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Debozby! We gotta get Cordelia out of there. Oh, save you! Thank yous. Cut now. Uh, we are back at sea, Cordelia. You are at sea alone. Uh, you are in the ocean, and it's just you. And you can see yourself. If you look up, you can see in the spiral yourself. And way off uh, in the infinitely repeating kaleidoscopic horizons, you can just make out that there's a bit of town there. Yeah, uh, calm in the prophetic confidence that she won't drown. Cordelia is treading water and feeling fine. Thank you. Cut back. What do we do? Naughty Nico says, I mean, I think it's obvious. You got to do good at skee-ball. I didn't know about the skee-ball rules. I just know if you spray the water in the clown's mouth, you get turned inside out. <laughs> oh, no. Well, that, that's good to know. Well, look, I said don't touch the, the, I, don't touch the games at all. You had to touch them. Stir Fry, you're a dexterous fellow. Why don't you have the next row? All right. I'll do this to save Cordelia. Um, I look good enough. Naughty Nico. Stir-Fry picks up the coconut and puts it against his forehead. His eyes look around it, taking in the mad geometries of this crazy game made so long ago and brought to us by the ancients with which we have yet to improve today. He pulls back his arm and... As you do this in slow motion, Naughty Nico leans over to Albi <laughs> and whispers, I'm deciding whether or not to fuck this guy. Albi goes, oh no... Albie reaches out her hand, taps Sir Fry on the shoulder, and says, You got this! Imbuing him with supernatural confidence. And Bello also leans towards Sir Fry and whispers in his other ear, I believe in you, buddy. And as he does, he gives Sir Fry a friendly tap on the butt, also casting guidance. And I already said something nice when I told him to do it. <laughs> Nothing supernatural comes of it. So this all happened mid-roll, and as this happens, he feels the pressure from Albie's touch, the spurring energy of Bellow's slap, and these all orient him into just the right position that was a little off from what he originally planned. But oh so right, baby, oh so right, as he releases the ball into the ramp. Surfry, you release the ball. The ball moves in slow motion up the ramp, up the ramp. It hits a bump. Looks like a mistake? What the fuck? Stirfry, did you fuck another thing? Oh, no. Cordelia's life hangs in the balance. Oh, no. But you put this insane spin on the ball that makes it correct in midair. It does a loop-de-loop. It hits the edge of the 80 and the 100. It's sitting there. It hangs suspended in the air. It's, it's oh, oh, it's leaning to the 80. Oh, it's, it's leaning back to the 100. It's leading to the 80, leaning to the 100, and it falls into the 100 hole. And as soon as it does, Cordelia appears next to you, soaking wet. She puts both 
her thumbs underneath her swimming suit and she snaps them and she says, Boy, howdy! <laughs> oh, thank goodness! Stir fry, you did it! <laughs> you no. did that? I knew no, it! No, 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 no. We did it together, the group together. And, but maybe I did put my little spin on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we gotta get out of here. <laughs> Yo, nice. That pun made me one off. Fuck. <laughs> All right, I'm touching the right palm tree. And he just, he brazenly just puts his hand on the right palm tree. And as he does, uh, it's as if you guys are just staying in place. And he's like pulled a lever on the earth and everything just starts spinning and spinning around. Uh, it's too fast to make out any details. And then he lets go of the lever and suddenly you all find it stops. And you all find yourselves inside of Vachi's Beach Pizza, which is a bit of a tongue twister. <laughs> Oh. oh no, Bello! I don't suppose your family loves pizza and is here. Wait, well, this smells good. Albie, they do love pizza, but I don't know if they're here. Let me look around. Your family is not here. You, the, the realization that this did not work hits you actually hard, and that the family is actually not here. You are alone. It is just the six of you and a large figure behind the counter. Bella, do you know that person? Uh, it might be Sal, who uh, works here a lot. Uh, hello? This large, this, this large figure, it turns around and it sort of steps into the light and it's, it's shaped like a mountain, but it is a man or some sort, maybe an ogre, maybe a half-orc. This is a, a, a large, uh, it seems, its species almost seems irrelevant because the most glaring thing about it is that it has one eye in the center of its head and it leans forward over the counter and says there's no sound anymore oh uh, who are you i'm Vachi. oh oh hey yeah sal you know when i was uh, in high school sal would be working a lot and he said you were always like on a retreat yeah now i'm here what desire you travelers uh, pizza? Yes. Bello, ask him about your family. Oh, yeah. Hey, um, so I'm actually from here. Interesting. No discounts are offered in that case. Oh, that's not what I... I do you know if any of, like, the like local tieflings are... The great cosmic cost of these pizzas will not be changed for you. Okay, um, Sal was a little more easygoing, but that's fine. Um... Uh, you don't ever you don't you don't know if any of the Grammyals are around, like um Of course. Pillars of the community. I know the Grammyals as well. <gasps> have you seen them recently? Yes, I have. Hello! Well, where can I find them? They reside in what was once their home. Of course. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? Is it close by? Albie, it's in this very town. No, I know Bello, I know. But like <laughs> how close is it? Like, within a mile. Oh, thank you, Sal, thank you. Or, sorry, Vachi, thank you so much. It's Vachi's Beach Pizza. That is the name of the restaurant. Not Vachi's Beach Pizza, which (laughs) makes a lot of sense to certain mouths. (laughs) Okay. Can we we get some slices to go? Sure. Bello, he said there was a cosmic cost. Yeah, but just put it on the DeBonesby account. Is the cosmic cost money? No, no. There is water in pizza dough. Oh. Uh, okay, I mean, my mom loves this place. She, like, 
won't stop talking about it, but sure. Yeah, that's oh, fine. Bella, we don't have to get any. I yeah. know. I know all about Mona and her love of these pizzas. Uh, okay, that's a little... Okay, we're gonna go. Oh. No, but wait, what? Maybe he knows something else about your mom that we should know. I know quite a few things about your mother. And as a customer... Has she incurred a great cosmic debt? <laughs> yes? If you're not gonna buy anything, you can't say it here. Well, I want to buy something, but you're making it weird. Well, your friend, I am weird. Your friends are the ones who are giving you this. You, you, you want the pizza or not the pizza? Yeah, can I just get a medium sausage? Yes, a medium sausage. How much will that cost? <laughs> Everything! He hands you a medium sausage pizza. Bello plunks down three gold. Great, he looks at the gold curiously. Yes, yes. In exchange for goods and resources, it all makes sense. All right, thanks, dude. And Bello, you hear the tinkle of the bell as, as Bello's walking out of the store. Dog, my little dogs, it's producer Taylor coming at you again here in the mid-roll to talk to all of you. Well, really all of you, actually, it's just one of you. Dylan, happy birthday. Yet again, here we are. The earth spins. How do we measure a year? Well, <laughs> you tell me because you've got 30 of them now. Dylan, all your nieces and nephews have come together to buy essentially what to them I think is is a lot of money. Uh, a, a a an ad telling you happy birthday from all of us here at Rude Tales of Magic, folks. If you don't know Dylan, well you know he's thirty, and you know he's flirty, and you know he's striving, and you know he's thriving. Uh, we couldn't get you the fall of capitalism, so of course we just got you. Best wishes and best blessings from those of us here at Rude Tales of Magic. Now, your nieces and nephews have asked that we ask you to bring back uh, your mustache, uh, perhaps in your 30s. A great decade to do the mustache. Uh, so we here at Rude Tales bless you a very mustache 30s. You're going to need a mustache to take away from the fact that you're probably going to be witnessing our civilization collapse in the prime of your life. Uh, so sorry about that, Dylan, but also congratulations, Dylan. Dylan, hey, you've made it this far, and at least your 30s get to be spent watching something interesting happen to you and all of us, but mostly you, our little boy, all grown up. And you know, folks, I think if Dylan were here, he's not, uh, he's not, I'm looking around, dog's not barking, Dylan's not here, probably spending birthday with his loved ones, uh, which he has many. Uh, you know, you know, you know what else Dylan loves? NordVPN. I'm talking uh, the state of the art. The cutting edge virtual private network. If you don't know what a VPN is, a VPN is essentially a private screen for all of your internet activity. For all the stuff you do on that beautiful thing we call online. Now, one great thing you can use, and I use NordVPN, I, I love it. It's my go-to VPN. Uh, and one thing specifically I want to talk about is you can use it for streaming and movies and actual stuff you want to do. Let's say you're going on vacation. Let's say you're going down to the Caribbean. Let's say you're escaping the the heat wave or the 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 climate change induced flooding in your uh, coastal metropolitan area. 
and you've gone to a place, uh-oh, you're trying to watch a little bit of uh, Lupin on Netflix, and you can't because Netflix thinks you're in the wrong region. You, you, you start up a NordVPN, you tell NordVPN you're back in wherever country you're from, and then Netflix sees you're back there and you get all your stuff. Otherwise, you go abroad, you don't get to watch all your, your flick treats. You don't get to watch all your audiovisual treats. It's one click, it opens a map, you click on a location, boom, you're in, baby, the country of your choice. Uh, you can also find services at a lower price. If a platform isn't available in your country, you just change your location on NordVPN and boom, you're in the country of your choice. Uh, no more bandwidth throttling based on traffic type since NordVPN encrypts all your traffic. Right? Because some, IS, some ISPs will slow down uh, your traffic if you're doing certain things like streaming or torrenting and stuff like that. But with NordVPN, baby... Boom, you're in to the speed of your choice. NordVPN, don't get bored, don't avoid the Nord. Get your head in the NordVPN game. So go to nordvpn.com slash rudetails, and that will give you access to, if you go to nordvpn.com slash rudetails, you get access to their risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. Right, so you log in there, you get Nord. You don't. You try it out for thirty days. You don't like it. You will. Don't worry about this. You're not even. You're not going to even use this. But as a security blanket, you could. You're going to love Nord, and you're going to use it for thirty days, and you're going to keep using it because it's fantastic. Uh, affordable too. I like it. It's the one I use. Nord VPN. Get your head in the game. I already said that one. All right, Bello, uh, you are uh, closer than you've ever been, actually. You uh, you know the way from Va – you've made the, the journey from Vachi's yeah. Pizza home and back and forth again. Uh, you've done it many times, uh, and so you know the way. It's like the back of your hand. Even though visually none of the information seems to be matching, you do know all of the moves to get home. We just have to take a left on what used to be Falls Avenue and then take a right on what used to be Falls Drive. Oh, my gosh. How are you doing? We're so close. I know. Well, the pizza's helping, and Bello is chomping on a slice. Uh, All right. B Bello, I, I think, you know, it, they could be different. You know, I know we've been sort of assuming the best as we go through this, but the worst is possible. We've seen people change here. We've all changed here. We don't know if these are the same people we knew before. Uh... I can. I know. I know you're enthusiastic to find them again, but I'm. I'm. I'm worried you're not. You're, you're, I'm worried you're not taking in the depth of what is possible. And Stirfry, as you say this to Bello, you notice that with every bite and every step, Bello's hue changes from blue to a purple to a lighter purple, and it gets redder and redder and redder, like a flamingo that's just eaten a bunch of shrimp. And uh, Bello is becoming a a bright pink. Black. Oh my, this does not work for you. Albie's gonna slap the pizza out of Bello's hands. Oh! <laughs> Bello, I said, I said the pizza has a cosmic cause. Look! look. Oh, I'm sorry. I just, I, I smell vachis and it's like I lose all control, you know? Bello. I haven't had one of these slices in years. Oh, my hands, what? She's gonna grab him by the shoulders. Bello. Yeah? 
You are about to finally see your family again for the first time. You didn't even know if they were alive or dead. You gotta be present, buddy. You're, you're kinda letting yourself get distracted by pizza and skee-ball, and I'm worried that you're not ready to face whatever we're about to face. No, no, it's cool. It's just... It, like, I get it that they've... They might be changed, and, you know, I'm I'm changed too, you know? It was like right before I left for school that, well, I got my braces off, and I don't know, a lot, a lot changed since then. Bello, I... Yeah? I just want you to remember that we're all here for you, okay? But I I guess don't... that was my secret. Braces? Yeah, I had braces. Aw, babe. (laughs) She's gonna um, put her hand on his cheek and give him a little kiss. You gotta... You gotta just let all the distractions pass you by, okay? We're gonna see your family. And just remember, we're all here for you. But I really think, you know, we need to see this through and be really present, okay? All right. What should I do with the pizza? Don't eat anymore. Okay, Am I, is my whole body pink? Uh, what I, we can see. That's for you to know, young man. <laughs> Weird. All right, let's just keep going then. Okay, Bella, you you keep moving. You know how the the direction here. You're moving pretty quickly. You come to the final fence that was uh, sort of the fence between your your little neck of the woods and this more con- commercial part of Brian Doyle Falls. And what used to be a fence is now those like the rubber straps of like beach chairs or pool chairs. Okay, and they're all just like vertically lined, but they are um, you know they're they have a little bit of give. Mm. Uh, yeah. So my house should be right here. Uh, Albie takes Bello's hand. Bello walks through the fence. Walks through the gate. All right. Bello, uh, as soon as you cross the threshold through the fence, you're confronted with a strange sight. It's like looking at a two-dimensional drawing of a three-dimensional transparent cube. You can see that this is your family's home, but at the same time, it's nothing like your family home at all. Your front lawn has been transformed into a long, elaborate, two-story putting green. A family of animate golf putters with sandpiper-level intelligence, they chatter and hit golf balls up and down the green. The tall willow tree in front of your house that where you used to take naps under while Andrea, the brain nomenclature, did your homework for you, has transformed into a two-story tall fake palm tree lit up with string lights. Uh, your house has been transformed into a large novelty skull with eye sockets that light up red with pre-recorded ominous laughter. And uh, you see uh, your front door. That's uh, the same one where your sisters made your prom date, Samantha Tartar, answer questions of logic and morality before she could come in. It's been replaced with a grinning skeleton's mouth that opens and closes at regular intervals to allow uh, neon-colored golf balls to enter. Bellow your home. And at the same time, you've never been further from home in your life. Whoa. Are you ready to go in? I guess if I get the timing right. Bella's gonna try and enter. Okay, great. And uh, as you do, Nico's gonna put a hand on your shoulder and say, oh, Bello. What's up, Nico? 
<laughs> so, uh, not to brag, but I basically got you here, uh, perfectly. Yeah, I sort of did. <laughs> you guys aren't the best listeners in the world, but that's okay. I'm not a judgmental man. Ah, just wanted to uh, break it through you, Bello. When you go in there, things are going to be a little different, and uh, it's not going to be exactly how you remember. Am I clear? Well, yes, but also I noticed that from like the whole... like golfing vibe. Right, but as outside, so inside. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright. Thanks, man. You want this pizza? <laughs> no, I do not, Bello. That was a big mistake to eat it. But at a certain point, it's all good. Alright. Bello's gonna try and enter. Okay, great. Bello, can you make a uh, just a minor little dex roll here for me? Um, that's my second critical fail. <gasps> Episode. Oh, three in an episode. Yeah, what? I love it. Okay, cool. Bello is going to uh, walk confidently and with purpose towards the mouth. And as he goes to make a, a confident step through it, a golf ball lands just underneath where he's placing his foot. And with, you know, all the forethought in the world, he couldn't have seen this coming. He steps on that golf ball and it causes him to fly forward out of sync and he his whole midsection he just like he just like sails through and his whole midsection is right on those chompers as and they close down they come not particularly fast but Bella you got a crit fail you really fucked this up and they just cleanly bisect you <gasps> oh. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Wow. I knew Bello was cut but this is ridiculous <laughs> no i'm really just glad to have another bisexual on the show <laughs> what is this a college campus hey it's me producer taylor coming at you what's this for the second time in an episode <laughs> to tell you bellow's dead and the show's fucking over i'm so sorry sorry in quotes i'm moving on to other projects gonna have a good i know i'm just kidding the show's not over we're just getting started i mean who knows you know everybody's gotta figure out what to do now that bellow's fucking dead but <clears throat> that's not what I'm telling you today. No, the show's not over. We're just getting started. How do I know we're just getting started? Because we're going to Gen Con. That's right. Gen Con. What's it short for? Gen Con. <laughs> Indianapolis, August 4 through 7. 
all of Rude Tales is going to be there, which also means that all of Oh These, Those Stars of Space is going to be there. We're going to be doing live shows at Gen Con. Uh, one for each show, one for Rude Tales, uh, one for uh, Oh These, Those Stars of Space. And we're going to be running games. You can buy a ticket and play a game with the cast set in Cordelia or on the Cavalier if you're a space head. Uh, so come. Uh, tickets for sale. You can find out when and where all the shows are and buy tickets to the shows and the games at Fortunate Horse. Dot com. That's fortunatehorse.com. You can go and find front page. Boom, there it is. Uh, all our shows and classes will be doing at Gen Con. Uh, if you're not going to Gen Con, consider it. And if you live in the Midwest or anywhere around Indianapolis, August 4th through 7th, consider dropping by and hanging out. Come play a game with us. We'll be there. Will you? Not if you're Bella. Ah! Bello! Albie's gonna lunge forward and try to grab Bello from out of the jaws. Okay, great. So you, um, you're able to do that. You grab top Bello from out of the jaws. Bello, are you okay? She's kind of like patting him on the face. No, this isn't great. There is a top Bello and a bottom Bello now. You feel no pain and it seems to do no damage to you, but you are cleanly, you are just like King Solomon separated uh, right at the waist. Oh, I got stir fried. And the jaws, uh, they open up again, and you see as Bellow's lower half sort of twists and contorts and changes into, uh, it seems to be like the bottom of a lawn flamingo, and his legs change, and they become thinner and thinner and thinner until they are just two long little metal rods. Oh my gosh! But you've got top half, Bellow. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Um, she's going to try to um, reach in and grab his lower half. Okay, great. Make a dex roll. Ten. Ten? Yeah. You go to grab the legs. You're able to get them out, and they just nick just a little bit of the bottom of the uh, of one of the legs. Uh, just as you're pulling it out, you pulled it by one leg. There's another leg. It's a strange angle, and just a little sliver of it just gets uh, bitten down on by the uh, by the skull, and it just whoop, it's gone. And it's just a little. It's like a half an inch off. Oh, oh, Bello, what happened? Are you okay? Uh, I think I got chomped by those big teeth, and then I got cut in half, and then my legs uh, became a pulse. Uh, I don't know. This is bad. This is bad. Um, Can you heal yourself? And she's trying to kind of connect to the two pieces. Uh, Stirfry rushes over. Uh, Bello, are you all right? Uh, he take uh, Stirfry takes off his inflatable uh, his inflatable bird and puts him around Bello, seeing if he can use it to sort of connect the two pieces back together, or at the very least, hold those two pieces into place. Um, they do hold them together. They do not organically connect, but it's almost you hear like a Lego brick snap um, as the two things. These three things do sort of work together. This is like a strange tourniquet that goes around Bello's waist, and so Bello. Upper body, you are pink, you are beached out, and you are shiny. Lower body, bisected by a floaty, uh, you have just uh, the little the lower body of a lawn flamingo and two long metal poles, and you can walk forward with like a clank, clank, clank. And he's still wearing tiny trunks? Yes, he still has tiny trunks on. Okay, I just wanted to check. Bello, are you okay? No, uh, no, um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, um, maybe I could just, uh, make myself something else. I don't know. And Bella's going to try and wild shape into a flamingo. You do, and there's a, there's a horrible churning of muscle and feathers and plastic and metal all meshing together. It sounds like, uh, 
an old truck trying to change gears, but it's been rusted through. It's a, a horrible, horrible sound. And Bello, you do shrink down and you do transform into a flamingo, but something is wrong. Uh, the flamingo is connected. The bottom half of it remains plastic and the metal uh, legs of it remain metal, but the upper body of it is a pink flamingo. You are not blue anymore as you do this. And uh, with Bellow's eyes, you were just looking out on either side of this uh, flamingo's head, but your lower body, you can't feel it, but you are uh, you are connected to it. The float has just fallen down independent of you and you have fused with this lower body. Did it work? Uh. You're kind of a flamingo. Oh, Bello, gosh. Um. Your parents might not recognize you. Uh, we gotta do something about this, these jaws, too. Sensing that Bello, at least for the moment, is gonna be okay, Stir Fry turns all of that attention that he had used for care into violence. He turns to the skull, the worst thing he's ever seen in his goddamn life. He takes out his knife, and he lunges right at that point where the bottom jaw meets the top. The mandible. Make an attack roll on uh, the mandible. And because Bello is right there, you can do this as a sneak attack. That's 12. Okay, that is going to hit the mandible, um, but it's going to do half damage. Okay, I'm going to do a little damage. I get a 10. All right, a 10 is not going to be enough to uh, unhinge the jaw, but you do get it in there, and there's circuits and circuitry and wires and things that you wouldn't recognize uh, just from the technology level of Cordelia. Something very strange happens there. But a little bit of smoke starts to come out of the jaw, and a few sparks fly out, and the jaw begins to just, like, rattle, and the lower jaw just sort of gets stuck in the open position. And as it's stuck in the open position, you guys can now see in, and it leads right into to the entry of Bellows home. inside of Bello's house. Now, Bello, everything is is bone white. It is, it is made out of this same sort of like strange uh, industrial grade paper mache skull material that the skull is made out of. But this is your home. There is a large entryway. There is a, uh, there's a big staircase. It's a big, oh, you got a big like open concept like entryway. There's a little office off to the side. There's a big living room. You have one of those big fucking obnoxious like big mansion, just like huge windows. The sound quality is actually like not good in here but you know it looks so impressive uh, but it's all bone white in here and bellow the wave of it, this is home it hits you it's something's wrong obviously but it, it's your home you're in your home oh wow um um hello hello and as, as soon as you say hello, it echoes throughout your big house. And uh, uh, it, you also hear echoing in your big house. You hear uh, two distinct sets of footsteps uh, running towards you, scurrying towards you very, very quickly. And they run. there is a large balcony. Remember, the, the staircase leads up to a second story. There's a large balcony that looks down over the entryway. And two figures, familiar to you, Bello, but unknown to the rest of the group, make it to the very edge of the stairs. And they... they they look like gargoyles. They're perched on the very edge of the stairs and they look down at you. One of them is an enormous purple tiefling. They are almost probably 
seven feet tall with large ram horns. She has black hair tied back in a tight ponytail. She's physically large and muscular. She looks extremely uh, strong. She just has rippling muscles. And she looks down, uh, she looks down grimly, although she is smiling. And next to her is uh, another purple tiefling with long, sharp horns. Uh, these are like more classic devil horns that seem to have been sharpened into a fine like weapon-like point. She has black, messy hair, which is in a cool mullet. And uh, she's about Bellow's height, but she's all angles. Just sharp elbows, sharp knees, uh, sharp features to her face. She has claw-like hands and non-functional bat wings. All of her teeth, they're sharp. And uh, she uh, she looks down at Bellow with a, a, a sort of a... a there's, there's love to it, and it's a grin, but it is still a very intimidating grin. And uh, at the same time, they say, well, well, look who's home. I didn't think you'd recognize me. And the sharper one, she just sort of, she scurries down uh, the banister. She has uh, these, she looks like to the rest of you, she looks a little bit, there's a bit of a resemblance to Bello with her. She looks a little bit like Bello, but you can, t it's almost like she got some sort of recessive gene that makes her appear much more uh, demonic and she just moves quickly down uh, the banister. It's almost like the speed of if she had been sliding and she goes, oh, we already got used to you with no braces. We're used to all these stupid little college changes you make. Well, not all of them were by my own choice and Bello is going to wild shape back into his normal form wild shape back into your normal form and uh, her eyes light up and she uh, she smiles and her wings unfurl and uh, from the top of the stairs in a cannonball uh, the other uh, tiefling just like jumps up, forms her body into a cannonball and lands with a slam down at the bottom of the stairs. Uh, they're now flanking you Bellow and this one gives you a loving but still very forceful push and she, she says I knew, I knew it was you. Ha <laughs> ha Mandy, watch out. My legs are literally like low metal poles. Oh, look at that. You knocked. Look at this. And then uh, the other one, the other tiefling, this one with the wings is going to go down in a crouch right behind you. And uh, so she just forms a little ball and Mandy is going to, the, who, the larger one who you just said was Mandy, she pushes you forward and you fall backwards and there's a little like rattle uh. of plastic you hit the ground. <laughs> oh. Oh, Bello. Val, come on. Uh, the sharper one stands up and they give each other high fives. And they go, oh, they're sisters. Bello, wow. Oh my gosh, they kind of look like you. Yeah, um, everyone, this is this is Val. This is Mandy. These are my sisters. They're not listening, Bello. And they sort of, um, uh, Mandy just takes a hand on your face and just sort of turns your head away from the group. And both of them are just shooting daggers at Albie right now. They're looking directly at Albie and they go, who is this? <laughs> Albie pits out. She's actually, her, her armpits are just soaking with sweat. They look at each other and they go, look at that sweaty, stinky. We're going to have to call you stinky. The name's not taken, is it? No, you can call me whatever you want. Hi. Hey, you don't have to take that from them. Her name is Albie. You can only call her Albie. Albie? I bet it's spelled A-L-B-I. And they give each other a high five. Oh, wow, they're sharp. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, 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 Val, who is described as the sharper one, she looks directly at and she goes, You got a problem with that? Nothing, I have nothing. You think you're better than me? No. Oh, so I'm wrong? No. Oh, so I was right. You do think you're better than me. Um, 
I'm just really glad you're alive. Hi, my name's Albie Dawn, um, and I'm in love with your brother. It's so nice to meet you. You're in what? And her eye, you can see just like fire behind her eyes as she looks at you. And she just like, she crawls forward and she stands directly in front of you. And she puts hands on your shoulder. She said, you're in what? I'm in love with your brother. Hi. <laughs> her wings unfurl. Um, and uh, she immediately, uh, Mandy just picks her up and starts juggling her. And uh, <laughs> they're both just like laughing and clapping. And then Mandy sets Val down on the ground. And uh, Val stands up straight and she sort of slicks her hair back. And she goes, we'll be the judge of that. Oh, Stirfry walks next to Cordelia and puts his hand on the side of her leg. He wants to check in to see how she's doing after hearing this. Uh, Cordelia's sort of looking all around the house except at what's happening, and she says just quietly enough for Stirfry to hear, I know. Uh, listen, uh, this, there's a lot happening right now, but can you two for once be cool? Uh, and Mandy's going to look right at you and say, you know we can't, Bello. She's got to face the council. No. No, She's she... got to face the council or it doesn't wait, listen, count. Wait, no, stop. Before, no, before any of your bullshit, where are mom and dad? Oh, we'll tell you where mom and dad are once you agree to make her go through the council or it doesn't count and you're a single man, Bello. Do you, do you, do you literally understand that like, that like, I thought you both were dead? And uh, Val is going to uh, just uh, pop up right behind you, uh, and she's going to sort of push you from behind. Ugh. You're the one we thought was dead. You're the one who didn't write. You're the big college boy who got his braces off and became a real big shot, real big for his britches, and he missed Mom's birthday. Oh, so you know I went to college? Yes, I know you went to Polaris University. You never let us forget it. <gasps> oh. But I... I did write. Oh, did you, Bello? Did you? I don't check the mail. Maybe mom and dad got it. <laughs> oh, good. Well, I, that doesn't change the fact that I thought you were dead. And you hear uh, from upstairs, you hear a voice say, Oh, uh, what's going on down there? Dad? What? Bello? And you hear running uh, uh, coming from the top of the stairs. And everyone, uh, Bello, you see this, but everyone else, you see... Bello in 30 years if cheeseburgers became a bigger part of his life. <laughs> this is just, uh, this is Bello with some, you know, a little rounder features. This is still a handsome guy, though. He has got uh, salt and pepper hair. He is blue, just like Bello. His horns are a little bit different. They are uh, a little less uh, swept back, and they're a little bit more Texas Longhorn style horns. <laughs> He's got sort of a soccer coach vibe that like uh, some of the moms might talk about. You know, he, uh, uh, he's got a little bit of a beer belly but not nothing crazy just a little bit you know this is an athletic man who just has not been making that a priority <laughs> lately but he moves with strength and he stands at the top of the stairs and his body language is identical to bellows it's insane they both have that that sort of like gesticulating he he, move, he moves exactly like bellow he goes bellow dad my little prince what are you doing oh. i came home God, you can't wait. Are you guys on break? No, it's very fucked up. 
and he ru- he just he runs down the stairs. And as he runs down the stairs, you can see the difference in the years between him and Bello a little bit. Uh, he's not he's not just like nailing these stairs really. <laughs> Still, you know, he moves well. Uh, he gets to the bottom of the stairs. He gives you a huge hug, uh, and he just like picks you up off of the ground. Oh, and he sort of rubs your hair. He goes, "Oh my God, my little prince, you're home there." Uh, hey, hey, Dad. Hey, Bello. And he, he brings you in for another hug, and he whispers in your ear. He goes, you know, you missed your mom's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I sent her – I did send her a card. All right. Well, that card did not make it here. <laughs> oh, wait. Wait. Like her most recent birthday? Ah, that's my bellow. That's my – I thought the leg no, something. Dad, maybe no, you were no, different no, guy. You are here's my the bellow. Here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. See, I thought you were all dead. Wait, you thought we were dead? Yeah. We thought you were dead. Well, then how could I have missed Mom's birthday if I was dead? Well, now you're alive, and now I'm telling you you missed Mom's birthday. Earlier it was fine. Not fine. We were very sad. You know what? I appreciate you all prepping me because I'm going to hear this from her. <laughs> yeah, Bella, I'm just t- this is calm before the storm right now. Bella. Yeah, 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 I get it. I get it. Um, yeah, so uh, there's I, I have a lot to fill you in on. Um, for example, when I tried to walk in here earlier, my legs turned to little sticks. I wasn't going to ask. I thought college, you know, kids go off to college, all sorts of crazy stuff. I got this one, you know, and he, I don't know if I ever showed you this. And he pulls the tra- He also wears gray sweatpants. Uh, he pulls uh, the, the his gray sweatpants down just a little. You can just see just the top of the butt. Uh, and he's got the uh, the Polaris U, the mascot which is a uh, it's the it's the skull of lexicon matters daughter it's like scully uh and you can see uh scully uh given a peace sign yeah dad you drink one beer and you show people that all the time <laughs> I, I look i you know one beer i'm a fun guy <laughs> this is incredible mona mona and he starts calling for mona and you uh from uh, just down the hall there was sort of obscured by uh the structure of the stairs leading up and bellow you know that those stairs they sort of hide a little uh stairs also going down to the basement which is directly below you and next to those stairs it's just sort of like around it creates a little corner and around that corner you hear a flush and the door opens uh, and, uh you hear uh mel why are you calling my name Mom? I was having a... <gasps> and you hear a... Clang, 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 and around the corner, a full lawn flamingo. Just a straight-up lawn flamingo. Uh, it, it It is animated as if it is like a stop-motion uh, lawn flamingo. It rounds the corner, and it stops when it looks at you, and its body language is... Bello, you recognize this body language. This is nobody but Mona Garamiel. This is your mother. You know her well. And this clearly, this is her inside of there. Uh, and she looks because, oh my God, Mel, Bello's here! And it, it runs up to you, and you can—it's like a dog asking to be picked up. Like it's just sort of like at your legs, just sort of like Bello, 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 come on, hug your mother, hug your mom, oh, m- mom. Oh, hey, hey, did did the the was this the teeth? And as uh, as you pick her up, she goes, it wasn't the teeth, it was the pizza. I had the pizza. I couldn't help myself. You went to Vachis. I went to Vachis. And uh, uh, Mel, your dad, looks at you and goes, She went to Vachis. <laughs> I got to tell you, I went to Vachis too. I uh, I didn't want to say all right. And she, hey. uh, your mom, who's still like in your arms, like I thought she just sort of just like pecking you with little kisses. She goes, oh, Bello, oh, my little prince, you're home, you're home, you're home. You missed my birthday, but you're home. <laughs> 
<laughs> I turned and she looks out at the rest of the group. Twenty nine. Oh. oh. Wow. Beautiful. I'm twenty nine. I was nine when I had Bello. Oh, I can't say it anymore. I'm thirty five. <laughs> oh well, you could just stop um, having birthdays and then you'd be fine. You could just stay thirty five. And she looks over at Bell's. Who is this? I like her. Uh, these are my friends. This I like the- you and this one together. Uh, I'm sorry? Oh, no. We're just... Um, oh, Bellow's like- shy. He's bashful. He still thinks he's ugly because he has his little braces. Oh. The boys used to call him Brace Face Bellow. <laughs> they used to call him more hurtful names that he thinks I don't know about. <laughs> Mom. What? Albie's eyes are darting from Bello's sisters to his mother to Bello. And she's Every just- time you look at his sisters, they're looking directly at you. And uh, <laughs> Val is doing like the throat slit gesture. And Mandy is just like punching a fist into an open palm. But they are smiling while they do it. <laughs> Albie waves at them. Uh, they look at each other. They are, they are shocked by that. They did not expect that tactic. <laughs> Yeah, this is uh, Cordelia and Stir Fry and uh, Fred, and uh, this is Albie. Hi, it's so nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you, too. Oh, this is Bello. You made your little friends in college. I always told you, people like you. We do. We yeah, all I mean, really like him. Yeah. Things really changed when the braces came off. They did. He got his confidence. <laughs> you should have seen him. <laughs> Um, anyways, I'm, yeah, so, um, He was running around with his elbows up, doing his big boy dance. He, I, oh, it was a, it was a big time. He got those braces off. He was 18 years old. His I, teeth I'm, were as crooked as my father, a politician. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm stiff, by the way. I'm just wondering, um, do you have any... Images of this boy with braces. I would love to see a picture. <laughs> well, I mean, the the braces on my teeth weren't really the issue. No, sorry. I think you guys are mistaken. They weren't tooth braces. Those little horns came in in all sorts of different directions. Oh, <laughs> Bello. Mortifying. Okay, I, I, we're desperate to see pictures. You please, please show us that. Of course, we're lousy with, we're naughty with pictures. And at that, Naughty Nico, he's going to sort of step forward saying, <laughs> speaking of naughty, my name is Naughty. And Mandy is just going to take her hand, which is about the size of his skull, put it on his skull and just sort of turn him around. He keeps talking. He says, <laughs> I don't know what sex is, but I know I've had it for <laughs> And uh, Bella's mom in his arms is just sort of like uh, chittering around. And uh, she, uh, she's like, Bella, Bella, take me over to the pictures. I want to show him the pictures. Oh, uh, fine. And Bella walks over to their, you know, along the staircase. Yeah. There's just like a tons <laughs> of framed photos. It's uh, And so the, the way that the staircase works is as it gets progressively taller, like the shortest section is all Bellow pictures. A little bit b- bigger, it's all Val pictures. And then the really big ones are all uh, Mandy pictures. And uh, they're just sort of arbitrarily like lined up with the height of the, uh, of the staircase. And so the Mandy ones are like too far up to see. But you guys are at eye level right now with the Bellow pictures. And there's all sorts of pictures of Bellow. There's Bellow in like a little sailor suit as a baby <gasps> smiling. There's there's Bello. There's like little kid Bello. Uh, there's Bello on his neckball team. Uh, he's already got these big braces on his horns. One of the horns is just growing like directly out of his forehead, facing <laughs> forward, and an- 
another is just growing directly up and he's got like this like, headgear on and he's smile he's got like a big smile on there's like a, a big neck ball teams uh, and uh, bellows always like in the back standing because he's got this enormous uh, headgear and you can see in all the team photos uh, mel is always the coach in all of uh, all of these photos but you also see drawings that bellow made as a little kid uh, hung up there he Good eye, honestly. He's got an eye for perspective. <laughs> and uh, you you see high school pictures of Bello, uh, and you see one picture of Bello that looks like this, like, don't take a picture of me, Mom. And he's sort of, like, looking away. Um, and Val and Mandy are, uh, they're, they got, like, their arms around him in that picture. And you can tell they've already hit the age where they're, like, sarcastic, you know, where they're just like, ooh, he hates this. And so there's uh, there's a lot of pictures like that. Um, is Albie free to move towards the photos, or is she kind of s- stuck? No, you're not. You're, you're physically free to move about the space. Okay. She is, um, no pun intended, fawning over these pictures. She is just, like, mooning, especially over the drawings, um, and she kind of can't help it. And she's, like, sort of reaching out and, like, stroking Bellow's shoulder with affection because it's just the cutest thing I've ever seen, Bellow. Cordelia turns to stir fry. Cheddar. And uh, at that time freezes and uh, stir fry's little head spins around and it looks at you and says, hello, why do you always put me in this fucking one? Because <laughs> I'm close <laughs> to him a lot. No, no, no. And he jumps over to Naughty Nico who like looks out from oh. behind Mandy. He says, look, I know oh, this is not a lot better, but it's, uh, what's up? What's up? What's up, little thing, Cordelia? I'm in a bad place. Yeah. Oh, wait. The barrel! Fuck you! I'm sorry? The barrel! You put that lady in the barrel! Oh. I did it, I guess, but uh, fuck you! I didn't know she was gonna die! I know! Oh, I felt so bad! I'm so- you need to fucking learn something about me, Cordelia! I what? have killed one person! One person in my entire fucking life, and I was in them when they died! You know what that's like? No, you don't, because only the dead know what it's like to die! It's horrible! The body was reaching out, begging for me to stop, and I didn't do it! It fucks with you, Cordelia! It fucks with you big time! You're getting real close to my line! How are you doing, though? I'm doing okay! <laughs> I just, I'm, we're in a situation here, uh, this is oh, like- Oh no, what's the situation? Oh my god, demons? You're getting killed by demons? No. I gotta talk no, to them! No, they're so Some of the nice. demons respect me! They're so nice, and they're really sweet. It's oh, they're nice. We fucking talking to me for? I, cause this is this this is a nightmare. What do you mean it's a nightmare? This is Bella's home, and this is so lovely, and it's everything Albie okay, deserves. Okay, I'm not here on a problem. This is the safest you've ever been when you spoke to me. Yeah, well, look, I tried to. That's not true. Do you remember that time that I was in the cabin with Albie? Oh, yeah, I do remember that. And yeah, I tried yeah, to ask yeah. you for a relationship. I a lot. I've had brain damage in different bodies, and it always seems to carry over to me. I don't know. It, oh, really? Jeez. Okay, yeah, I will know. genuinely keep that in mind. But this is... Um, okay, so I tried to ask you for relationship advice, and you didn't listen. But I just need a second here, and that you, okay, you I got, no, provide no, a I second. got you. I got you. Okay, I just need a minute here, because I think... I think... I think this is... Right. Okay. Like, Usually that means you don't need help. Not for, no, I mean, not for me. I mean, this is right for her. This is perfect. What are you talking about? This family, this life. Like, she's okay. has this amazing guy who really likes her. And their family's so nice, just like her family. 
Yeah, sure. What's the problem? That sounds good. That sounds like a good situation for your friend. Yeah. Did I not tell you that I'm into her? Oh, you're into her? Yeah. <laughs> you might have told me, Cordelia. I'm I sure not, I did. I'm not kidding about that brain damage stuff. It gives me a certain laissez-faire attitude that I love. You don't listen. What? I don't listen. I fucking, all I fucking do is listen to you. That's a you. lie. Yeah. That's oh, she's the one. you do. She's the one. I do all the stuff. Oh, I'm a businessman. What do you want me to do? I'm a businessman. Oh, but you, this is your friend you love? Yeah. Cordelia, you can't do that shit. Do what shit? This is Heartbreak City, you moron! Wait. <laughs> yeah, for me, right? That's the right... Cordelia, I've been in a body one time that got stabbed. Guess what I stopped doing? Going around things that stab me. Yeah. You're hurting yourself! Get out of there! Get out of there. <sighs> okay. And Naughty Nico, it, but it's it's Cheddar puts Naughty Nico's hand on your shoulder. Oh, this uh, guy. He's like oh. reaching way up to do it. He's like fully extended. Uh, <laughs> Naughty Nico, who it turns out is pretty tall. He actually crawls up on uh, on Mandy to do it. And he puts a hand on your shoulder. Uh-huh. He says, Cordelia, I've met thousands of people over millions of years. That's a bad rate. I've met millions <laughs> of people. Of, that's a lot of lonely years. I've met millions of people wow. over thousands of years. Wow. You are the weirdest one I've ever met. And I mean that in a good way. Uh, you're she, a fucking freak. She, but good freak. I'm a freak. It's okay. Everyone's a freak. But yours is really confounding to me. But that's good. You should be with somebody who sees that and is excited about that and doesn't have this hot boy they want to stick it out of you do it. I'm a virgin. I know you are. That's totally fine. Um, I guess I just... I know. I know. You're right. Sounds like you want permission. Yeah, I think I want permission. You gotta do it. You gotta do it or I'm gonna kill this guy. Wait, that's actually fine. The guy you're in right now, I don't... Oh, it was a bluff! I just told you I don't kill people! Come <laughs> oh, on. yeah, oh, yeah. But it's but the spirit! The spirit, Cordelia! Okay. Okay, Cordelia, look. I can spend a little extra time in this guy because he's toxic as hell. He's immune to a lot of what I do to the body. Yeah. But not... I go on and laugh forever! Okay, give look. me one more second. I'll take a time. <laughs> if I... If I make things bad with Albie, there might not be a lot going on for me up here. I just want to make sure I'll have a job with you, regardless. Cordelia, you're my best friend. You always got a job. I'm your what? That's what they say. Go into work with your best friend. <laughs> Makes everybody happy. <laughs> I'm your best friend? Cordelia, not, I mean, if you want to take it in a sweet way, oh I thought God. that was going to be a sad way, but I wasn't going to know. <laughs> she hugs. See, you're weird. You zig what I think you'll zag. I don't get you. She um, zags to, she she hugs Nadi Nico. Wow, look at that. You're hugging this freak. Thanks, Cheddar. Yeah, you got it. You need anything else? Um, hmm. A raise. A raise? Yeah. <laughs> That's, oh, you're very funny. Okay, you zig when I think you'll zag. I gotta go. Bye-bye. If you make me kill someone again, by the way, as I'm disappearing, if you make me kill somebody again, it's fucking over. God, sorry. And he disappears. And as he does, Naughty Nico just sort of falls from uh, Mandy's shoulders, and Mandy just instinctually reaches out and catches them, and they make eye contact. And then Naughty Nico looks at Mandy and looks at Stir Fry and looks at Mandy and looks at Stir Fry, and he says, make your move, bird. Clock's ticking. <laughs> Cordelia takes a big step back. 
Hey. Hey! <laughs> I didn't know that braces went on horns. Me neither. And, uh, well, yeah, we didn't do that with antlers. Oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, um, can I talk to you for a second? Uh, sure, yeah. Yeah, um, great. Weird time for this, but I think just, I think it's the right time to do it. Um, so I am, uh, I am undibsing you. Oh. Um, she looks at Bello and his family, and she looks at Cordelia with a lot of love, but she's like, Cord, I don't, I don't think this is the right time. Um, no, I, think I don't want to, I, I think it's the right time, because I think you're, this is good, this is good for you. And they're going to be, this is really good. This is a great thing, and you should have this, and I want you to know that you're, you can't, I, maybe you already know that you can't, but in, in case you didn't know whether or not you can, you can, and you should, and you should have it. And it's not really fair for me to expect you to be everything for me anyway. You have, there's other people, and that's, that's really good. And you're a really good uh, thing going here, and I, I just want you to have it. Um, we're, we're still okay? Yeah. <laughs> she crosses her arms and leans into the wall, and it's like a little further than she expected. Yeah, and because of that, you actually fall pretty hard, and you sort of like dent the wall. Yeah. And everyone in Bella's family looks at you at the same time, and you hear uh, Mona is like, ah! And right before she can say anything, uh, Mel goes, it's okay? It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, we were roughhousing. Um, and she helps. She helps Cordelia to her feet and just gives her a really um, quick squeeze. Great. And then uh, Cordelia, sort of ruffled from having dented their home, uh, gives Albie um, a noogie and then sort of like shoves her off, but gives her a smile and a nod and walks away, kind of nervously. Albie wipes a, a little tear away from her eye, takes a deep inhale, and um, goes back to join Bello at the stairs. And so that's when we destroyed Ruleshaven. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, your family is just sort of nodding along. and uh, But before they can speak, there's another flush from upstairs. The entire Garamiel family freezes and looks up to the balcony with the fear only a home invasion can inspire. There's nobody else here. Or so they thought. All at once, a lazy river of chlorinated toilet water flows down the upstairs hall and cascades down the staircase like a waterfall in an especially rich guy's pool. A marble slab, curtained by thick palm fronds, floats regally down the stairs. It reaches terminus at the bottom of the stairs and absorbs all of the pool water it floated down with, leaving the hall and stairs completely dry. The freshly watered palm fronds swell with life, blooming, flowering, and parting like stage curtains to reveal Danny Timeshare. <gasps> Lying seductively on a beach towel. He greets you all. Hey, Danny. <laughs> Bella! <laughs> I'm disappointed. 
You just couldn't take a hint, could you, buddy? Ah, yes. Quite the rude tale, indeed. That was Ali Fisher as Cordelia, Carly Monardo as Albie, Christopher Hastings as Frederick de Bonesby, Tim Platt as Stir Fry, Joe Lepore as Bello, and Branson Reese as everything and everyone else. Rude Tales of Magic is produced by Taylor Moore at Fortunate Horse. He sounds nice. With additional sound design by Michael Gelfi and with the infinite dark beneficence of Sidney and Benjamin Paul. See you next time, weary traveler, when you most desire even more rude tales of magic. Danny. Bella! <laughs> I'm disappointed. You just couldn't take a hint, could you, buddy? Call it there. Okay, somebody had to pee stat. <laughs> wow. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs> <laughs>